Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 69, and um, as always, excited. We record this um, at least two weeks in advance. So, um, so yeah, we're by the time this comes out, Stace, we'll be, we would have been on day four of the UK event. So I'm sure we'll be pretty tired as this episode comes out, but I'm sure we'll be, we'll be buzzing. Um, but yeah, before we start, I'd always love to introduce my my beautiful co-host so introducing the amazing the stunning the healer extraordinaire now published author uh stacy brown stacy i'm sure i missed something but stacy can you introduce yourself hi friends i'm super excited to be here i love this podcast it's definitely a passion project for me and namesh and i'm looking forward to this conversation unfolding i'm stacy i'm an intuitive healer and a certified reiki practitioner spiritual mentor and coach, a Kashik record reader, podcast hosting creator. And I recently published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. It's available on Amazon and Audible. If you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. We've been getting a lot of really positive feedback about it. Yay. And uh, Stace talks about a passion project. And yeah, this podcast is definitely a passion, passion project. I think that book for me was definitely a passion project too. So um, I had I never had any plans to help anyone publish a book. It wasn't on my bucket list in any way, but uh, clearly I had a soul contract that. Uh, so yes, it was definitely a definitely a labor of love. Let's put it that way. So yes, I would highly recommend it. And if I had to pick, I'd pick the audible version because um, uh, Stacy narrates the, narrates the book, and she's a really really good storyteller. So she has the power to. To really, you feel like you're there with her, with with the words and the passion and the emotion that she puts into reading a book. Obviously, it's her story, but I would highly recommend um, the audible version. But hi, everybody. I'm Nims Nimesh. Uh, I'm also a spiritual mentor, coach, and a Kashi record reader, Kashi trainer, and uh, podcast host, podcast creator. I love love this space. I love the fact that you know we can give back, and. Um, the thing actually we, we always sometimes forget as well, we've also started Zoom calls. And um, what we the, the beauty of Zoom calls, it's like, you, you know, we'd love to have more in-person events, but with Zoom calls, we can actually have an open dialogue. We can see the person we're talking to. It's normally two hours. Um, normally includes a, a, a some sort of group meditation, some sort of group channeling, um, as well as opening the group Akashic Records. It's just a beautiful space. So well, and let's let's add that it's free, right? Not, I mean, did I not say that? Yes, it's a no. free Zoom call. Yeah, and it's just our way of giving back. We just also we miss the in-person interaction. Mm -hmm. so it's just it's a nice way to connect to people's energies. Clubhouse is great. I'm sure you know if you've heard some of our podcasts, you hear us talk about podcasts. Doing 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 Clubhouse, doing this podcast is great because it's a way of giving back. But actually, the Zoom calls are are just a good way for us to interact and really kind of give that healing. Give because our intention is to really serve and to to heal as many people as we can. So, I will include um, I will include details of um, the next Zoom call, which will be in June, um, on the in the show notes. But uh, yeah, to get this episode going. Um, so this episode is is all about journaling, and um, 
I'm sure you've heard, if you've heard the previous episodes, how passionate we both are about journaling and how um, it's kind of a a core of anything we teach. Um, what seems to be consistent in each of our podcasts is how you need to have a, like a, a really base self-care routine. And what having that base self-care routine does, it gives you a really strong base to then do whatever else you want spiritually or whichever way. But without having that self-care routine, without really prioritizing yourself, it's hard to really then build on your spiritual journey. So you hear us talk a lot about having a strong self-care routine being the base of everything and anything we teach. Um, but journaling is um, has always been something that I've done regularly. It was something that my uh, spiritual coach, mentor, friend kind of pushed me to do early on. And I remember we used to um, have some discussions around it, let me say, let me put it that way, where um, I'd want to journal electronically and she'd be she'd be talking about the importance of of journaling with 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 a pencil with a pen because it's like a spiritual activity coming from your body in, into the into the journal so it's always been a kind of a, a staple of mine and i know stacy's probably even more i mean she talks about journaling more than i do and um she created and channeled a technique so stacy i'd love for you to start talk about journaling what does it mean to you and uh, maybe talk a little bit about your technique sure so i want to say i've been journaling like most of my life. Um, I, I, I feel like my, my love for journaling started out in my like adolescent, late adolescent, early preteen years. And I would just purchase a journal and write, I would just unload my thoughts, my feelings. Um, and then I had an interesting experience where around the age of like 16 or 17, my parents started reading my journals and I felt super violated and I stopped writing <clears throat> and I spent a, a portion of my life not journaling um, and more writing like stories and poetry and kind of getting my feelings out that way. But it, it felt like something was missing. And I don't know if our listeners can relate, but life moves fast, right? We have so much coming at us, whether it's personally or professionally, Um. The, the noise of the outside world can can really drown out our inner voice. And I have found that the discipline of sitting down and getting still with my thoughts allows me to process some of the lessons that come along, um, maybe some of the feelings and emotions that I'm working through. It just gives me a safe space with my thoughts. Um, so I kind of started on the journey of figuring out what worked for me with journaling. And I've listened to, you know, so many like inspirational talks and podcasts and seminars and stuff like that, talking about the power of writing. And I would sit down and I would write in my journal, very disciplined. And I would find that a lot of times when I was done the process of journaling, like writing all those thoughts down, I would close the journal and I wouldn't feel better. Like, um, I like this is a perfect example. I, I just went for a run this morning, right? And I got back from the run and I kind of have this, like, there's this runner's high that you get that kind of like carries you through the hard part and you come out the other side and you're like, oh, I did it. It's just this really good release. And I wasn't feeling that with journaling. 
I was feeling like I was putting all this stuff down. Sometimes it was negative or hard to process and I would close the journal and I would be stuck in that thought. And so what I decided to do was start to develop a technique. And in all these talks, I always heard about the power of gratitude. So I began writing and then ending my sessions with gratitude. And I found, okay, I feel a little bit better. Um, What more do I want out of this process? And so I just began this process of self-discovery that took me on a journey of recognizing that there were some key components that if I incorporated them into my journaling every day when I finished my journaling, I felt uplifted and clarity. So I started using this formula for journaling on a consistent basis and seeing the impact it was having on me. And so then I just kind of started sharing with friends like, Hey, you know, I have this journaling technique and I was like kind of sharing it. And what happened was it started to spread like wildfire because people want a space to process their thoughts. Yes. But I think a lot of people don't know what action to take when they sit there with a blank page. So the technique that I've developed has allowed people the space to first process their thoughts then go into a practice of gratitude. And then there are some additional components that we've added to it. Now, what's super exciting is we have all these things going on right now. Um, We are doing our first event in the UK where we'll be promoting our mentorship program and my book. But we decided to take this journaling technique all the way. We wanted to reach as many people as we could. And Nims, what I love about you is you helped pull this out of me in a sense. Like I had the technique and I was using it, but we sat down together after having completed the book and we designed this 30-day journal where we teach you the technique that I use and we use some of the journal prompts and life lessons from the book. So it's like, yes, it can go in companion with the book, but it also stands alone. And in the process of developing this, our greatest desire is for you to incorporate this style for 30 days. Yeah. And then you've established that routine and you can carry on using this for as long as you want. So I, I'm excited because I feel like this technique has given people kind of a renewed sense of um, excitement for the journaling process. And it feels more impactful because we're not just dumping words on a page. We have intention behind what we're doing, right? We have a system of what we're doing and, and what we're trying to create. And, you know, not every day is gonna be a good day, right? So sometimes when we sit down to journal, we've had an argument with our spouse or we've had a crisis with work or like whatever the thing is. And when we just sit and write about that thing, that horrible thing that happened today, and then we close the journal, our energy is still in that horrible space, right? But when we incorporate things like gratitude and loving affirmations and manifesting, and we create this system, when you close the journal, your mindset is in a space of being grateful and acknowledging what you have And also saying to the universe, this is what I'm ready for. This is what I want. 
And I've been blown away at the response that we've gotten so far. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. So people are really they're seeing it, right? They're yeah. seeing like, okay, there's there's a system here that I can follow. And when I'm done journaling, I there's there's a takeaway, right? It's it's the greatest feeling in the world. Yes, writing the book um was a profound experience. I'm even more excited because I feel like we're taking the book and amplifying it with the journal. Yeah, make it practical, some 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 practical use. And yeah, I mean, in terms of the journal that, um, and I'll, I'll include a, a link to, to purchase the journal as a PDF if you want in the show notes. Um, but the beauty of the, how we create the journal is it's really, it's each day has two sections. It has the section which, um, you know, includes the technique that Stacey talked about. So you have, you have another section to, to, to really release the stuff that you're holding on to. And then, you know, kind of section for gratitude and, and, and a section for that manifestation piece. And it it really is, is structured in a way on a day-to-day basis that so you can really kind of go deep on your journey. And then for each day, there's there, there's a there's there's a deeper question for you to kind of consider. There's a life lesson, some of, most of which come from the book, some of them we've added. And then there's a journal prompt. So each day allows you to, to really go deeper on who you are, to get a deeper understanding of who you are, to really kind of go on that journey. Because... When you become aware of, of the things around you, then you then you get to make a choice. Without awareness, you can't choose. So you know we're gonna we're gonna be selling this this um, the journal at the event that we're gonna be at. We're now available to buy it online, and we love it. It's changing lives. We use it as part of our mentorship program, um, and it is people start to everyone kind of understands the importance of journaling and why journaling is important. But then when you can put a structure around it and a technique that you can use regularly that changes your life, it gives it so much more power. And if you think about, if I talk about the spiritual, why we journal from a spiritual angle, we have so much stuff inside of us that we need to be able to release. And if you think of yourself like a volcano, when you go through things emotionally, a lot of us have this habit of pushing things down, pushing things down, pushing things down. And eventually you're like a volcano. If you don't, if you don't release the stuff you're holding on to, it is going to erupt and maybe it erupts and you're kind of getting angry or maybe it does in some sort of illness or, you know, some sort of breakdown or, you know, so many different things that can happen. But if you can find a way of releasing the things that's in, inside you um, in a safer way, then, you know, then you can move on with ease and grace. And what journaling does is a great way of just releasing the things inside you. It's in many ways a spiritual activity that when you write, the stuff that's inside you gets released through 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 your body, through your arm and onto the paper. But the thing is, when you've released that, you've created a vacuum inside you. And that's where the gratitude comes in. Because then you start to replace it with gratitude. You start to replace it with something rather than just leaving an empty void. And say, that's why before when you used to journal and used to finish, you never used to get the high because it's like you just left with being empty, right? You'd, You'd release the things inside you, but it was still empty. But when you replace it with gratitude, you start to replace it. And then when you start to add additional things like, you know, what are you trying to manifest and you go deeper on where you're trying to go to, then again, what you're doing is you're creating that, you're replacing that space inside you with with gratitude and also then what are you trying to manifest? And that's when you get the high from journey, when you truly connect with um, with with you inside. And, you know, I always talk about doing three things as a core of whenever we start working with people, you know, Time in silence quietens the mind. Um, mirror works helps you to fall in love with you inside. But journaling is such a critical way of 
releasing the things that you're holding on to to truly understand who you are. There's so many different facets it helps you with. Um, without it, without a kind of a practice of regularly journaling, I really feel that all of us are going to struggle. But also, you, you can, you, you know, the journal that we've created is, is a great way to start. And like I said, I always used to argue with my mentor about the difference between typing something or writing something. Um, so I would always highly recommend writing it. But you've also got to find a way that works for you. So if, if you really have to type it, then that's something you could try. Um, the other thing you could try is voice notes. I still would highly recommend you write it. But you could supplement what you do with voice notes. So maybe if you're out and about and you want to journal something um, and, you know, you know you haven't got your journal with you, then you record yourself a quick voice note that you can then add to your journal later. But you've got to, you've got to make it work what's what's right for you. And um, But, yeah, I would try our journal out. Um, well, I, would also say, I would also say, like, be intentional in what you select to journal in, right? Like, for me, I used to write in like on lined paper in a notebook, and I found that those lines felt really restrictive. So I went to a local art supply store and I got a bound book with blank pages in it. So I can write as big or as small as I want. And the pages don't necessarily have to be a certain way, right? So I have, I have certain pens that I like to write with when I journal. And I've kind of made a whole like practice of it. So I would encourage you to like really think about that too. Like what kind of journal appeals to me? Do I want spiral bound? Do I want, you know, like a, like book bound? What, what is it that, it, that you're drawn to, you know, um, when you're releasing things, writing in red, right. Is a great way. So there are things like that, that I think we can incorporate to get us excited about the process. Like what works for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do think it's powerful to write it, though, like you said, Nims. I think that's the most powerful way to release. Yeah, and, and ultimately, um, mix it up. Maybe, you, maybe you're writing pencil. I mean, again, some argument I used to have with Sidra, my mentor, yeah, it's like when you write in pencil, pencil is more natural than a pen. So and maybe, as Stacey said, try different colors. But here's the thing. The reason we did a 30-day journal is to create acting change, uh, you know, kind of lasting change. You know, repetition is a mother's skill. So you've got to kind of do something for a continuous period of time to make it a habit. Um, and, you know, a lot of people say 21 days. Some people say 30 days. Some people say 90 days. But the reason we do 30 days is we're really trying to create lasting change within you. So uh, we would encourage you to do to try journaling for a period of time, ideally at least 21 days. But try our 30-day journal. And, by the way, we do have lines in our journal. Um you know, like I said, we could have left a blank space, but we were intentional with leaving the lines just because um, a lot of the journals we looked at had lines. I prefer lines. Um, well, and let's add to that, too. We're also giving them a structure, right? And so we wanted to delegate, like, okay, this designated area is about how much. So, for example, one of the suggestions is listing three to five things that you're grateful for. So what we did was you're just starting. So it's a template, right? And the lines are there with purpose, what we're saying is, is that as you go forward beyond the 30 days, you may want to find a different book or a different bound something that is yours. Yeah. By but then you'll know, right? By then you'll know what what it appeals to you and what and play with it. I mean, I I, I have these journals which um which you know kind of are more spiritual, but they have they have messages at some of the bottom of the pages. 
I love that because some sometimes I read the messages and it inspires me. It just you know, so play with it. There's so many different options. There's so many different journals out there. Um, but have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But realize it's a spiritual activity. It's that you know. But also with journal, try and get as specific because it's like you know, if you've had a bad day, just writing about a bad day maybe isn't releasing everything in you. But if you go deep and say this is why you were frustrated. This is who I'm angry at. Da, da, da. Um, that allows you to get deeper and release the stuff. And actually what it also does is it brings into your awareness, maybe the lesson that you had for that day. And that's why, you know, that's why we added um, the life lesson and the journal prompts to the book, because, you know, Stacey just didn't want to tell a story. She wanted people to, to, to grow and understand that, Everything you go through happens. It happens to you for reason and expands you. So it's like adding the life lesson kind of made it more of a a way to teach, a way to expand. And then adding a journal prompt really kind of gives you the opportunity to go deep and say, "Hold on, well, that chapter really resonated with me. Okay, why did it resonate? Okay, and then you go deeper on it. And because I, I really believe we're being guided, and anyone that's listening to this podcast. You know, I would challenge you that, you know, you're listening for a reason. And if you're already journaling, great. Proud of you, keep doing it. But what could you do differently? Even the gratitude, because it's like everyone talks about being grateful. You know, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for, you know, having a roof over our head, whatever. But it's like when you start to get specific and you start to kind of, what are you really grateful for? You know what? I'm grateful for this time I have with Stacey. We'll record this podcast and we give back. Had a great conversation on journaling um and you know journaling really has been a big part of my life and it's changed when you get specific what you're doing is you're saying you're you're you're, you're creating a magic moment for yourself by actually making it specific you ground yourself in that in that in that um in in that moment of um of of being grateful but what you're also doing is you're saying to the universe i want more of those moments you're manifesting more of those moments for you by being specific so you ground the, the memory as a magic moment. You make it even more powerful. And then at the same time, you say to the universe, I want more of these magic moments. So there's ways that you can you can really kind of, you can, you can enhance your journey technique to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Stace, as we talk about your technique, um, I, I love the fact that um, we also have a section in there about the, the morning and evening intention. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and what 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 those mean? Yeah, so, so not everybody's going to journal at the same time of day, right? Some people like to wake up in the morning and start their day off with journaling, kind of what their thoughts are after they've just woken up, and you know they haven't had the impact of the day. Some people like to journal at night and and kind of think back on the day and and what's transpired. And so, um, one of the add-ons that I've recently um, kind of put into play is if you're journaling in the morning, um, part of your journaling is to journal what your intention is for the day, right? Like um, maybe your intention is to serve as many people as you can. Maybe your intention is to be patient with your kids. Um, Maybe your intention is to sit down and have a tough conversation with your boss, right? But um, when you're journaling in the morning, journaling what your intention is for the day. And then if you're an evening journaler, What's your reflection from the day? 
What is your takeaway from the day? What's a lesson that you've learned? What's an epiphany that you've had? What's a thought that's come through? Like I said, so often life moves really fast. And I believe a lot of us miss the messages or the signs because we're so busy going into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But there's so much power in intentionally taking time out to process what's happening within you and around you. You know, um, I think about last night, I had like, I had a pretty busy weekend and um, my daughter wanted to watch a little bit of TV with me before bed. And it's a routine that we have. And I decided to sit down and journal while she was watching TV. And you know, what an impact that has that my little almost 10 year old daughter is watching me take the time to journal and sees that I'm writing down the things that I'm grateful for and sees that I'm taking that time to, to really process what's happening. It's something that I've been instilling in her for years, but she knows it's important, you know? So it's like, we, we went in to like sit on my bed and watch TV. And I was like, you know, I'm going to journal. And she's like, okay, like she knows that's part of my routine. And my greatest desire is for her to learn from that example, right? It's just another way of practicing self-care. And I think so many of us focus on like our physical body and like taking care of it and making sure that we're in shape. But what about our mind? What about our emotions? What about our soul? And the practice of journaling kind of brings all of those things together because we're taking our life experiences that we're having and we're talking about them in our journaling, but then we're going into like intention and reflection and gratitude and manifesting and all these powerful things that we're packing into this one little space in your notebook or your journal or your diary, whatever you want to call it, right? And allowing ourselves to really go deep with what's happening in our lives. And friends, not everybody's going to write a book, right? Not everybody has the patience. God help me. I didn't know I had the patience to do it either. But think about the content that you will have if you choose to go back into your history in any way and write a book. Journaling gives you a space to document your life and things that you may forget about, right? I mean, it's beautiful for our kids, right? That we that we document their first steps and their first words and like all of those beautiful things. But like, what about what's happening with us? Yeah, very true. And even if you don't want to write a book, you can still go back to your journal from six years ago and just be proud of how much you've grown, how much you've changed, how much, you know, because we get we wrap ourselves around so many so many things that are potentially not going to be important in six months' time. If we can go back and just look at our ourselves from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, and just appreciate how far we've come, that's the beauty of it too, right? And, you know, maybe you never know. I, mean, I know with my journal, <laughs> sometimes I mean, my writing's that great, even I can't read it, but it's not about necessarily me, me going back to it, but it's also about me just using it to release 
and just have that spiritual. And it's like, and then I love the release part, but actually what I what I love most is 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 really the manifestation part. You know, allowing me to dream big about what's coming and kind of really being being passionate about it and kind of because manifestation is such a you sure you've got to write down what you want to manifest, but feeling it and living it is 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 really kind of um for me a big part of it. You know, we've been really talking talking to some of the people we're mentoring about about writing in the third person, right? So writing it as if you're writing a letter to your future self and saying how proud you. There's so many different things that you could do to your journaling that really allow you to take it to the next level. Stacey, you said life moves pretty fast. That kind of reminded me of a movie quote, and I was just, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's uh, too too old for some of our listeners, but it's um, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it's like, the quote is, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. If you think about this year, I mean, you know, 2023 is just, we've been like, an, it's been on an emotional roller coaster for most of us, but for most of us, it's felt like it's gone really quick. You know, I think the other thing is, and I like, I, I'm I'm prefacing this with, I'm not ready to do this yet, okay? <laughs> Um, but I've shared, you know, I've, I've recently divorced and, um, at this time a year ago, I was still like waking up in the middle of the night, gasping for air, panicking, um, everything in my world was turned inside out. I left my marriage. Um, I left my career. I sold my home. Major pivotal things were happening in my life during that time. And I know in this last year, I have had significant growth. I know that it has pushed me and challenged me in ways that I never saw coming. I definitely journaled during that time. I'm not ready to do this yet, but I would say somewhere in the not too distant future, I'm going to be able to go back and open up my journal from a year ago and be blown away by what's happened and how I've overcome. And so what I love about journaling is that I've already instilled the habit so that even when things are tough and they're challenging, I actually lean more into my journaling as opposed to avoiding it because I know that it's a safe space for me. And I know that when I do it, I feel better. And so I've done so much documenting of all of this stuff that's happened. And at a certain point when I'm ready, I can go back and look at it and see that growth, right? I can see how I overcame and, and maybe, maybe there's a second book there, you know, maybe within those writings are some epiphanies and life lessons that I'll want to use in my book, my next book, right? But the beautiful thing is, is that I have the space. I have the space where I can safely process, download, record what's happening in my life. And I can go back and take a closer look at it at any time. And gosh, there's so much happening, even even with my daughter, 
you know, I, the youngest one is, is going to be 10 this year. Um, things move fast with her. It gives me a space to process some of the funny things that she says and does. Um, we just announced it publicly. Uh, my daughter is expecting, so I'm going to have a grandchild come Christmas time of next year. Wait, does that mean you're going to be a grandmother? Yeah. And <laughs> it gives me, it gives me even more motivation because I know that there's going to be beautiful moments in this season and I don't want to forget them. Yeah. I want to make sure that I'm documenting so that I can recount the beautiful things that are happening in this season. Yeah. And, you know, taking pictures and stuff is obviously important. You capture, you capture that moment. Honestly, I, I'll tell you, if you could capture those magic moments in writing, it does something to you inside. It does something to your heart to really kind of solidify them in such a, such a deeper, deeper way. And, um, yeah, Stacey, whenever you start talking about second book, you know, I get a little bit nervous, you know, I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet. So, um, yeah, just, just so you know. <laughs> I know, it's maybe, maybe, maybe 2027, 2028, just joking, but... Uh, um, but yeah, look, you know, I, I, I love the journaling. I love the, just what it can do for you. It is, it is one facet of a really strong self-care routine. And it's that a lot of people say, well, I don't have time to journal. And, you know, the technique sounds really complicated and really long. You know what? Sometimes all you need is 10, 15 minutes a day. For sure. If you have time and you want to, you could journal for, you know, hours or whatever, if that's what you want to do. But it's like even and the technique's beautiful in a way that 10, 15 minutes a day where you can just release the things that are inside you um and you know manifest. And for me, it's not it's not about finding hours and hours to journal, it's about finding um and being intentional with my time. And sure, if I've only got 15 minutes, 15 minutes is great. Um, if you have 30, you have an hour, whatever, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And you know, you know there's gonna be times where you have more to release and that's why if you find the time it's a great thing to do um and and it's really interesting stace you talked about it you know when things are more intense and you know life is throwing you curves ball curveballs left and right um and a lot of time we stop doing the things that to help us that support us um as you've already said i it's for me it's even more important that we do spend time journaling and doing you know doing time in nature time in because it's just a way for us to process mm -hmm. and release the things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, as we, as we both said, this is, this is a critical part to our day to day. Um, as we launched the journal, we wanted to talk more about it. And, um, you know, as we move forward, it's, uh, it's always going to be central to, to our lives. Um, at this juncture, I do also want to mention a couple of other things and that is, um, you know, Stacey, we've had, um, prize draw promotion going on for this podcast for a few months and um we said we we're going to offer um one listener um a joint akashic record reading and akashic records just briefly is a record of everything your soul's been through current life parallel life future life past lives etc all stored in your records and when you get a reading from us you get divine feminine divine masculine we connect you with your guys and we share a message that your guys really want you to hear and um, we then give you an opportunity to ask any questions. We love, love, we love kind of just being able to connect with your guides because there's so much, so it's such a beautiful, loving feeling. 
And, you know, we want to get this podcast out to as many people as we can. Um, we're just sharing our knowledge. And we thought doing a prize draw would be a great way of doing it. So um, this episode, and actually we said to, um, we'll keep it open until the end of May. So if you want a free uh, uh, joint Akashic Record reading, then you can enter the prize draw. And how you do that is by writing a review on whatever platform you use, whether it's Insta, AM, iTunes or Spotify or whichever other platform, write the review and email us, send us a screenshot of that review and we'll enter you into the prize draw. Another way is by posting on social media and tagging both me and Stacey on whether it's Facebook or Instagram. And uh, again, our profiles will be on in the show notes. That's another way for, for you to enter the prize draw. And we know, like we know, that whoever's meant to win it is 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 it's like a sole contract. But if a if a joint cash record um, sounds appealing to you, then enter the prize draw. The other thing that we we've got going that's going to enter that's going to end very soon is we have discounted pricing on Akashic record readings and um, Akashic training. That's going to end soon um, for joint Akashic record readings. So it's thirty percent discount. So it's currently one hundred fifty five dollars. And you know, if you if you feel like you've when we say Akashic records, you have a connection to it, and you will learn how to read your own records. We offer that too. Stace, we have so much going on and I'm excited. I just wanted to mention the the prize rule because I really feel that um, whoever's listening, maybe it's destined for that. Mm-hmm. So, and as we close this episode out, Stace, you know, I always like to ask you um, for some journal prompts. And it's interesting I'm asking you for journal prompts about journaling. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you, had, if you had any advice as we close out for our listeners, or, or and or journal prompts that we can include in this episode, what would that be? Well, I would say the first thing I would do um, is figure out what type of journal you want. You know, do you want to start with our 30-day journal to kind of jumpstart you? Great place to start. But I would start somewhere with some form of a template. And when you're journaling in the beginning, I would I would highly recommend, you know, our 30 day journal, just because it's, it's all explained in there, how to do it, what to do, where to put everything. I mean, it's just, it's, it really makes it easy. It's very user-friendly with that being said, if that's not what you choose to do, get some sort of journal and start a practice of documenting what's happening to you and including some gratitude in that. Um, I would say that's a great place to start. If you're new to journaling, if you're wanting to get started and you're not sure where to start, I would start with documenting what's happening, like whatever you feel comfortable and a practice of intentional gratitude. Again, we said earlier, everybody's grateful for their family. They're grateful, but really get in the moment of thinking about what you're grateful for right now, be specific. And I would start there. Okay. And then as time goes on, you can build on that. But I'm kind of thinking more about the person who either hasn't journaled ever before or maybe used to journal but didn't really feel connected to it. If you're wanting to fall in love with the practice of journaling, you've got to include that gratitude. Once you've established that habit, then you can get into some of the other things that that we've talked about. But I would say it's more about starting the practice than it is about the prompts, right? So starting with what's happening in your life right now, right? Like what is it that you 
life lessons that you're experiencing or aha moments that you're having, start documenting some of that along with the gratitude and see how far it takes you. Yeah, and the other thing I'd say is, is do it for a period of time. I mean, a lot of people try something for one day and then all of a sudden I think, I've done it, I tried it, and not really for me. You've got to, it's, it's like a muscle. You've got to kind of do something for at least, try for seven days initially, but ideally, you know, longer. But then see how you feel. That's the only thing, other thing I'd, I'd, I'd add to that. And um, the other thing you can do is, is be mindful about where you're journaling. If the weather's nice and you can be sitting outside in nature, then sit outside in general from from a different perspective. You know, if you um, if it's nighttime, then maybe try and journal from a similar spot because you start to create, create an energy around it. So I think there's other things you can do to make it, um, you know, to to make it more meaningful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love journaling outside if the weather's nice enough. I live in London, so. Um, you know, we're getting to the time where actually we get better days. So um, I, I really find that's that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. Stacey, I love love spending this time with you. I um I love just whatever knowledge comes through. We just want to share it. Um, we've now added we've added YouTube recently. So if um anybody wants to watch us as well as hear us, then that's uh, that's an option now available on YouTube. Um, and yeah, just you know, look. We try and build out and select the topics at least a um, couple of months, three months in advance. Um, but if anyone does have a suggestion of a topic, let us know. We'd love to get that feedback. We love, love getting feedback on this podcast. We get messages every week and we love getting them. So please do send us a message. Let us know what you think. Uh, give us some feedback and please do enter that prize draw. And um, sending everyone so much love and light. I really do feel that we've gone through a heavy, intense energy and we kind of get through the other side. So I really do hope all our listeners are feeling that. And um, Stace, as we close out, I'd love to hand over to you to close us out. Thanks everybody for being here with us. I absolutely love this podcast and I feel like the content that we're bringing you is stuff to help you on your journey to healing and being the best version of yourself. So thanks for doing this with me, Nims. Bye.